0: Running a small business is never smooth sailing, and for many, those bumps in the road cause us to play small. Only problem is, the magic happens when you get outside your comfort zone, just like you did the day you decided to start your business. Today, we're joined by confidence coach, Andy Tickner, who's here to help you find the courage and confidence to step into your true potential so that you can run, grow, and scale your business in a way that feels authentic and aligned to you. Simply Stand Out Marketing Podcast is for you, the small business owner wanting to supercharge your marketing with simple, actionable strategies and inspiration so you can smash your goals and grow your business. Now it's your turn to discover what actions to take to make your business truly stand out and succeed. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Simply Standout Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki O'Mara, and joining me today is the fearless, fun-loving, straight-talking Andy Tickner. With over 30 years' experience in the corporate world, Andy's sweet spot is empowering women to navigate their career with confidence. Being fierce, fearless, and passionately in pursuit of living and speaking your truth in a world where convention rules, creates fulfillment, freedom and success on your terms. And it's what Andy is here to make happen for you. Welcome to the show, Andy. It is wonderful to have you here today.
1: Thank you, Nikki. I'm so excited to be here and have this conversation with you. Oh, it's great.
0: Now, look, you are the owner of a business called The Raw Truth. So you're a confidence coach. Now, what exactly is a confidence coach and why did you start The Raw Truth? (laughs)
1: Oh <laughs> how how long have you got um <laughs> yeah it's um it, it's, uh, it's it's a business that I absolutely love. I might just take a little step back in answering that question because my um how I arrived at even having my own business is is quite i guess a bit of an interesting story, so I spent over 30 years in the corporate world. You know, I've worked in both the UK and here in Australia, and I've done many, many different things. I've worked for very big media, advertising, entertainment and music organisations. I've worked in the world of creative and content agencies, and I've always been in a position predominantly in the last 20 or so years um once I'd earned my stripes um in being in a, in a position where I'm really leading those businesses its people and clients into growth and I absolutely love that world I had a real ball I really did like I've had some amazing experiences and and collected some fantastic memories of doing some things that I think are really challenging and I really thrive on on challenge um mm. but I guess about 4 years ago I came to a point where I really felt in order to be able to do more work in the world where I could actually impact people on a larger scale in a, in a and in a more diverse way that that meant having my own business and coaching and really I guess just developing and helping people was always at its core like I always wanted to help people but I guess for me what was important is how do you how do you show up in this world being exactly who you are when, especially with the world the world of corporate being very, very conventional, very rule orientated, um, often quite masculine? And certainly for me, um, whilst I had an amazing time, I was often told that I was too much or could I just um tone myself down? Or could I just edit myself? Or could I just get this checked? Or could I just do something else that wasn't really in alignment with me? And that's where I started to really lean into that and felt like having my own business where I could help other people, and now it's predominantly women, really empower them to navigate that world with confidence. So being able to show up exactly who you are, in alignment with yourself and in authenticity with yourself, um, but still being able to operate in a in a world or an environment which has its own values and, I guess, its own um, ways of doing things. How, how do those two worlds come together? So that, for me, was really important. The raw truth, which is spelled R-O-A-R, is because I am very much a direct, straight-up, tell-it-how-it-is kind of girl and... Mm-hmm. I believe in that. And that doesn't mean that I don't get to be kind and compassionate and loving. Um, <laughs> I am. But um, at the same time, I like to call things how they are. Um, and I believe in calling a spade a spade. So that's where the raw truth came from. And then the confidence really is, is, I guess, a nicer way of saying self-worth is at the heart of everything, right? So if we don't have worth and value in ourselves, how can we expect that? From anyone else, how can we expect anyone else to have that for us and how are we going to live in alignment with what really feels good to us if we don't feel good about ourselves?
0: Oh absolutely I think the work that you're doing is amazing and self-worth is everything and having the confidence to show up every day. I remember someone said to me um, not that long ago they said, "Show up like you've got 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand followers even if you've only got one." Mm. Um, because it, it's so important to actually have, get out of the shadow, stand up and uh, and show up um, for the people that you're actually you know, delivering service to. So I, I think that's wonderful.
1: And show it for yourself, <laughs> first and foremost. You know, it's like, yeah, I love that, that you're saying that. It, it, to me, it doesn't matter how many followers you've got or fans or what the audience is. It's the people that are in there that really matter and your people will be your people but it is about always coming back to what works for you, what feels good to you and then everything yes. else will fall into place.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, And having the confidence in yourself to be able to do that um, is wonderful. Now you've led an extraordinary life and you know, you've had lots of challenges, lots of triumphs as well. What makes you jump out of bed every single morning?
1: Mm. I guess there's a drive in me to just a be the best version of me. Like I love to be. I guess I love having this life where I get to learn, and and I've got a real thirst for knowledge. But I really want to help people, and that sounds probably a bit cliche. But I do. You know, I have a, a real drive for evolving and growing and and seeing that for myself but also seeing that in others like one of the things that I always say is that I see the potential in others that they can't yet see for themselves and that really does drive me because when someone's sat in front of me and they're feeling lost they're feeling directionless they're stuck they're but they've got this knowing in their soul that there's something more for them I can see it mm and then really i'm showing them that possibility or possibilities that that are there for them and helping them step into it and that's what drives me oh i think that's
0: um yeah that's fantastic and that's that's the thing we if we don't jump out of bed and want to actually help uh our people you know our audience then yes i can see why you wouldn't want to jump out of bed and i mean that's that's the thing that certainly makes me get out of bed every morning i must say
1: and I think I would also just say, like I think there's something in there which is about wanting more for myself, too, you know, like I get out of bed and not every day is easy. you know, running your own business, <laughs> as you would know, Nikki, is the roller coaster ride of your life, you know, and there's there's all those <laughs> memes that that are around online, which is like this <laughs> literally up and down, you know one day you're like, "Yeah, I'm on top of the world," and the next day, like, "Oh God, like what's happened?" <laughs> You know, you're full of self doubt, but there's a drive in you that to keep going because what you're doing it for is just something innate that's going. This is for you, and and I go, this is for me. This is a business that I really love and believe in, and I want to make it work.
0: Oh, look, absolutely! I that roller coaster can happen all in one day. Some days, because one
1: hundred percent
0: hundred percent oh dear so yep you can be top of the world and then someone someone or something will keep you crashing down and then you go okay gotta pick myself back up again yeah. um but you know, that's that's part of it I suppose that I do love it's every day is different and um I can make. I I love my work, and that's why I do it. Uh, Otherwise, otherwise I'd be doing something else. But um, yeah, small business—you definitely have to choose something that you love doing, because otherwise, yeah,
1: otherwise (laughs) it just becomes. Otherwise, it's painful. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you you know, a lot of people leave the corporate world or the the world of being employed because. They've got a passion for something else so and they didn't love what they were doing before. So you've really got to love it. I completely agree because when you're at the gnarly end of it, which you're going to experience, you've got to remember what you're there for.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) totally agree. Now, look, so many of us play small. Um, for fear of failure and a whole variety of of limiting beliefs that we all have. What advice would you give to someone wanting to find the courage and the confidence to to really step up and and reach their their true potential? Mm. Embrace the
1: failure. Yes. (laughs) Fail. Actually go and fail because part of having confidence, like for me confidence is not about some shiny idea of, You know, I always have this visual of like, oh, Beyonce, she's confident because she looks a certain way. Actually, confidence or to be confident does take courage. And it also takes a capacity to experience emotion and to feel and experience failure. So the more you can sit and experience what it feels like to try things and they don't work and to keep adjusting and playing with that until it does is what will move you forward because obviously confidence yes comes from experience um but it also comes from this belief that even though you can't see it all coming to life just yet you believe that it's possible to do so and the only way to get through that and get from where you are to where you want to go is to fail Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> and, and really to fail is, it, it's not a failure. It's something that you learn. It's you, a learning, yeah. You've always, you've got to, you either win or you learn. Uh, that's what I always tell my kids. It's like, okay, there's failure doesn't really, you're not failing at something. It's like, okay, what have you actually learned from this? Um, So it's always a good question to ask.
1: Yeah. And I think people, Want to skip the failure part because obviously they just want to get straight to the end result of like whatever that might mean for them. And I think when you experience failure, what happens then is that your thought tells you something, which is you make that mean something about you that you're not good enough. When actually, it's just an opportunity to reflect on what did I do? What happened? what worked, what didn't work, what could I just going forward, and then take your next step forward. You don't need to make that mean that you're not good enough, that you can't do the job, that you know, any of those things. And that's t- tends to be what happens. And that's what I mean about really sitting in that emotion is being able to delineate between what's the reality of you actually just trying something and just getting stuck in there, rolling your sleeves up and giving it a go to you then jumping from that, not working into making it mean that that you're you're not enough and that this will never work and that's what we do right
0: Oh, absolutely. I totally, (laughs) that's, I mean, that's what I've done for a very long time. You go, oh, what happens if it doesn't work? Will it, what will it mean? What will people think about me and and all the rest of it? And it's not until you get over that and go, okay, well, do you know what? No one's probably thinking anything. Uh, They're too worried about themselves. Too busy on their own thing.
1: Too busy looking after
0: their own life. So it's not until you realise that that you go, oh, okay, well, this going wrong taught me this and and so now I can actually, uh, and then you sort of, you know, hone in on what should I be doing, what will work, what, um, uh, and then you have some wins and it's fantastic but uh, it'd be great not to have failure but I think if we didn't have failure we wouldn't learn anything.
1: Yeah, I, I actually think it is important to have what is considered failure because it's literally the only way to get from A to B you know, when you think about anybody that's created anything in this world, no matter how big or small, the only way they were ever able to do something that was original is by trying a bunch of things that didn't work to get there. And, you know, somebody said to me, if you, you know, if your um, what is considered the success is at door 251, but you give up at door 250, then what, you know, you'll never, you'll never realize that. And it, it, there is this, um capacity to have to just keep going right, but knowing that yeah. with with every failure you just understand more really it's It's just this really wonderful way of being able to look at it as it's another piece to the puzzle that you now understand that you didn't yet have visibility on before so it, it, and you think about i guess kids you know and often we get this analogy too, which is when when you learn to. Walk when you're a kid. When you first fall over, you don't go. Well, I'll never, I'll never try and walk again. <laughs> you don't, at that point, you kind of compute it because your brain isn't working in that way. But you just keep getting up and you keep going, and then eventually you walk, right? But as adults, we censor ourselves if we, we, um, you know, make it mean something that it doesn't need to be, and that prevents us from from moving forward. And a lot of the people that succeed is just because they keep going. That's it.
0: Yes, yes, and and also a lot of the time we don't see what happens behind uh, closed doors. So someone could have tried, you know, a webinar, or they could have tried selling a new product, or, or whatever it happened to be, um, or Facebook ads, or anything. They could have tried it fifty times before it succeeded, but all we see is the success. Yeah, we didn't realize that they, you know that that it went wrong so many times beforehand, and that that they just kept on going until they worked out what worked for them.
1: Yeah, and I think you know the really important part to all of this is what I teach is it's it's your thoughts, right? The thoughts that you have about the circumstances that are in your space that really drive how you feel and the action that you take and the results that you get. You know, that's that's super important. So if you can. Think about: are, are you? What's your mindset like? What's your belief around what it is that you're doing, and what does that get to look like? And also, are you in alignment with what your heart and soul says? Like, are you following that, or are you following somebody else somebody else's idea of how you how you should do things? Hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. Now, going back to beliefs and, and thoughts, how do you go about developing um, or starting to develop a rock-solid belief? Hmm.
1: The, the, the first thing is, is awareness, really. You know, it's, it's understanding what beliefs do you currently hold? You know, and a lot of us say things to ourselves as if it's gospel. I say this a lot. You know, I, when I work with my clients and they come out with things and I and I reflect them back, and they don't even realize they've said it, right? Like, do you realize this is your belief? And it's not your belief. It's just something that you've picked up from conditioning or from somebody else. And you've held it in your brain like it's a belief. And like, it's the only one that's available to you. And actually there's millions more that are available to you. So it's really having that an awareness in the moment that what you're telling yourself, does that really serve you? And if it doesn't, mm-hmm. What's a better one? And that doesn't mean that you need to jump to some Pollyanna state of belief that isn't 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 true for you, because obviously there's got to be that alignment with what your brain will actually believe. Um, but it is, a, is about going, well, if I'm believing something that doesn't serve me, I'm likely not getting the result that I want. So if I can relook really look at that and think, well, how do I want to feel? What's the thought that I actually want to have about this situation? Change that then that will actually put you into a state of action which will get a better result for you. Inevitably, it will because the way you think about it will drive that.
0: Yes, and at the end of the day, business is all about getting results, getting results for, you know, whether it's for yourself as well as for your customers or clients.
1: Yeah, and I think when you look at if you want to make more money or you want to... start a business or whatever it might be. But if your mindset is I'll never make money, the result is you'll never make money because you're perpetuating that with a thought that drives it versus mm. choosing a thought, which is, you know, this, I, I can make money. And then you're like, okay, well, I can make money. How can I make money? Cause you can then teach your brain to drive you into an action and come up with a whole bunch of ideas that will support it. But when you're in that mindset of I can't make money or I don't know what my business is. That that's not going to put you in a state where you can come up with anything that's going to be helpful. Yes, yeah. Look,
0: I, I totally believe that a person's money mindset. I mean, we grow up with with being taught um, so many things that we tend to take on the money mindset of our parents a lot of the time, and you know. Would you say it's, you know, it's fair to say that someone's money mindset, you know, and their thoughts and beliefs around money actually really does play a major role in the success of their business and their ability to grow and scale a business?
1: Hmm. Look, I think, I don't think there's a short answer to that, but there's a yes and a no to it because, (laughs) um, so I think, I mean, yes, there's a conditioning, which obviously you can. Change. So again, that comes to having an awareness first. Like, what's your, what is your, or what are your beliefs around money? Um, you know, sometimes I work with people in in this. I mean, this is true of my corporate career actually. And, and money is something I really love to talk about. I've always loved it. I've always believed in it. I've always believed that I can work with clients in a way where they feel happy to give the company that I'm representing money for services and value in return. And I've never doubted myself ever. And the more money I get to negotiate, the better. Like I just find it fun. I, I The way that I look at it is it's fun. It's entertaining. It's a game, right? But mm. um, I do work with people who don't have that belief. And I do believe that it not only holds them back, but it also holds the people that are around them back because there is – um, I guess this scarcity or this fear of asking for something that they feel is going to get rejected. And again, when you come at, come at it from that perspective, then yes, you will, um, most likely, um, validate that with the results that you get. Right. Um, so I, I think yes, to a degree, but I also think that there is sometimes just an honesty about where's your business at? Where is it that you're wanting to to step into um, and actually having a bit of an audit process around what needs to happen in order for you to be able to grow and scale it? I think part of it is money, yes, but I don't think it's everything um, because sometimes mm. um, the ability to grow and scale your business is also looking at, yes, your beliefs, but also what role are you playing? What role do you want to play? Are you... In a position where you can outsource some of the things that you don't like or you're not are not your strengths to somebody else. Are you in your business instead of focusing on the future of your business? So I think it's a much bigger conversation and answer than than that, you know. Um, and again, that's the work that I do is when I'm working with smaller businesses, particularly is they want to grow and scale, but in reality they don't want to step out of the day to day. And some of that is to do with, I guess, fear of like, well, what happens if I do grow this? And does that mean I'm then gonna lose control? And I really like control. So it's a more complex issue, um, I feel anyway. Mm. Oh
0: look, I think it's it's an issue, absolutely, that um will take years to uh, or a long time to work to work through. And there's as you say, there's so many other other components that that come in and affect scaling and growth. And and that's also you know things like things that are out of your control. I mean, you look at COVID, uh, you look at the economy, weather, there's all these businesses who are affected by Mm -hmm. things that are also out of their control. Um, But um, if we can work on the things that are in our control that's always a good start you do a lot of work with with business leaders and, and you know, teaching them to be fearless giving them the confidence that they need have you got a couple of strategies that you've found work incredibly well in building confidence um that you know people listening could actually start working on right now mm.
1: yeah I mean I guess I've talked to it a little bit really which is um I mean, the first thing I really like to do is just have an honest look at what's going on, you know, and I think um, part of having confidence in moving forward and being fearless is being being honest and transparent about what what you're doing, where you're spending your time, what you really want to be doing, where do you want the business to go, and how do we help you get there. So I think there's a real awareness, practical um I guess application that needs to be put into place first. Um, because again, it's a little bit more complex. It's, you know, is it confidence in the person or is it confidence in the business? And obviously those two do go together, but I think having that honest account of where you're at in your business is really important. I think this willingness to fail, um, and to be in this more curious trial and error mode, um, is really important you know, how do we actually just start doing some things and seeing what comes back and letting go of this need to control, uh, which I see a lot. It's like, well, if I can just keep everything the way that I like it, then everything is going to be okay. But my question is, well, whilst that might keep you safe, is that moving you forward? Is it putting you into growth? Do you feel more confident or you just feel stuck where you are? So This willingness to experience failure and to remove control and start to open up and collaborate. You know, where can you, where can you get some help? Where can you? And I think it's really hard for people to ask for help, actually, particularly women. Um, Mm. and this is true whether you're in, you know, full time employment or you're running your own business. I think to say, Hey, actually, I could do with some help here. Um, and that, that will give you, give you confidence. Um, I've had this discussion many times with people where, you know, men, I think are just incredibly good at winging it. You know, they don't know the answers mm. for everything, but they know what they want. And they know that old mate Bob on the golf course will help them, and they'll go and ask them. But we feel like we need to have all of our ducks in a row, we can't possibly go and ask for help. And yeah, actually, the more that we do that, the more we realize that we're not alone, that there are many, 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 many other women that are experiencing exactly what we're experiencing, and this is testament because we're having this conversation right now, and actually a little help can go a long way.
0: It really can, and the things that you learn, I, I find... Every single day I learn something new and a lot of that comes from talking to other people, listening, you know, listening to podcasts or um forming partnerships with others because there is so much that I still have to learn and it's incredible how your lives change and yeah, I totally agree that we we do need to ask for help. There are and there is so much help out there. It's just a matter of, I suppose, identifying what you want help
1: with mm. first and then and then taking taking that next step. You only know what you know, right? Which is why actually having people in your world like, you know, I'm a big advocate of having coaches and mentors and, you know, healers and different people with different modalities that could really support you. Because sometimes, you know, when you're working with a coach, for example, you know that you might be feeling a little bit like you're spinning your wheels, but you don't really know why, although it's likely to do with your thoughts around it. But you sometimes you just need to bounce that and get that out in order for somebody else to show you what's actually there and for you to then face that and work through it. And sometimes it is more direct. Sometimes it's like, I want to do a webinar. Has anyone ever done one before? Can you help me? Or I need to set up my, you know, my MailChimp, you know, those things are like, yeah, we can go on Google or we can ask people for those things. But when I think it comes to the more, um, uh, emotional aspect of us just building a business, um, then that's where I think having coaches, mentors, guides, um, people in our lives that can support us it, it is really helpful. And, and, and I think one of the other things just in terms of, you know, an ability to be fearless is actually an ability to be able to own what it is that you really want, and step into your own truth, which exists within you. But often, we don't feel like we can do that. We don't give ourselves permission to just be us, again, for fear of judgment, or we have to do it a certain way, because that's how all these other people are doing it. And that's the work that I really care about. Like, that's the work I love doing with people is showing them what is there, seeing their potential and allowing them to have the choice to step into that at their own pace. Um, I see that a lot with, um, I guess, the small businesses that I work with, you know, that they may be doing incredibly well, but there's also so much more potential. And, and I will always ask the question, have you considered this? Have you considered that? If not, why not? And often that comes down to I'm just too scared ultimately hmm. and yet and yet that if that was at least oh that would be so powerful I <laughs>
0: uh, look I think that uh, is absolutely great advice uh, for people to start to start actually looking at their business in and and they themselves in um, you know, to start growing and and getting that confidence because it's something that we all need to work on every single day. Unfortunately, it's not something that uh, just we can flick a switch. That'd be yeah. nice, but. <laughs>
1: totally totally it's just called being human sometimes yeah
0: yeah yeah. so look I think that's a great place to end our conversations but I do want people to be able to continue that conversation with you so where can our listeners connect with you online
1: yeah so um I'm in all the places so my website is therawtruth.com which is spelled t-h-e-r-o-a-r T-R-U-T-H dot com, the raw truths.com Um, and also you can find me uh at com backslash the confidence coach if that's more interesting to you. And then on Instagram is one of my favorite places, which is Andy A N D I E underscore the raw truth. And I'm also on Clubhouse at Andy Tickner um on Clubhouse. Oh. So you can find me there too, and Facebook too. But I tend to be on Clubhouse a lot these days and Instagram. Oh, you're loving Clubhouse? I love it. I am addicted. It is just, I was just on there this morning, actually having a conversation around human design, which is another modality that really gives people permission to be themselves. And I um, integrate that into all of the work that I do so I can really help people understand more about themselves so they can live this life. And business with more ease and flow. And we were having an awesome conversation about human design and the corporate world on Clubhouse. And um, it's just, it's epic. Yes, highly recommend. But then I love to talk. So it's, it's perfect for me.
0: Oh, excellent. Now, well I'll have to uh, I'll have to go on there and find you. I haven't spent much time on there because yeah, prioritization I just went okay. <laughs> I'm I'm on there, but I'll get to it someday. There's there's so many other things I need to do first. So Fair enough. um Fair no, enough. I'll I'll get there, but I'll I'll try and um I'll look you up when I get on there.
1: Yes, please do. Come and join the conversation.
0: So look, Andy, it has been wonderful to have you on today. I've learned a lot and I'm hoping our listeners will have too.
1: So thank you very much. And um, yeah, no doubt we'll probably be speaking again. I hope so. Thanks, Nikki. Thanks for having me. I think what you're doing is epic. And I just love that you're offering this to your audience, you know, because we we need it. You know, we need people like you.
0: Yep. Oh, thank you very much. So anyway, thanks. We'll sign off. Thanks, Nikki. See you. Thanks for listening to the Simply Standout Marketing Podcast. Head over to simplystandoutmarketing.com for the show notes, downloads, and even more great stuff to help you grow your business with marketing made simple.